morning, good morning, good afternoon, good night, good everything, wherever and whenever you listen to this. Um, I hope that you are in a, a wondrous place in your life where you are curious, where this message finds you open and full of possibilities. And on that, I want to hop in because today is Monday and there is this conversation that's been swirling in my mind the last week around what success means. What does success mean to you? Because to me, success means being happy. And as someone who's had many different societal types of traditional success, from starting a company, a health company at 20 and making 40, 50 grand cash every 12 days at different fairs and health clinics and psychic fairs and different things and, and really having that taste of what it's like to have employees and to really in the eyes of what I thought my parents was, were deeming a success would make me happy. And that was one of the first times in my life that I realized I wasn't sure if success was ever going to look like happiness, but that perhaps it was something that I should just keep digging in, keep doing it, and eventually it would feel successful. Eventually, you know, it would feel good. The numbers would mean something at some point. But I started to realize that the numbers having any attachment to what success meant, meant that numbers are just numbers and numbers are always just going to endlessly keep going. And at 20 years old, I had what I like to call a God wink, where I was making so much money and in the midst of it, I was just utterly miserable. I mean, truly, I was just miserable. I had, you know, this long-term relationship I was in and I was flying us around the world and buying extravagant gifts for everyone because giving gifts and actions um, is one of my love languages. And so I thought the more money I have, the more at that tender, young, formidable age of 20 that I thought... You know, maybe this is what success looks like, showering people with gifts, showering people with, um, you know, trips and treating them well and lavishly and inviting them into this luxurious lifestyle. While inside I was fatigued, I was tired, I was, I was really truly just miserable, but, you know, I wasn't ready to really look at that because I didn't realize that I was working more than full time. And while I thought I was gaining everything, I was only partially having a part-time life. And, you know, into that first year of, of success, and it just kept succeeding, this business I had started, um, towards the end of that year, as I started to get hungrier and hungrier, right, uh, as many of you know when you taste success and you know the formula you're just like why not more is better right because that's the society we live in but I actually had something really incredible happen my uh, boyfriend at the time cheated on me 
And I kept on getting these intuitive hits, these dreams, these visions of him with these other women that he had known before, like quote unquote friends. And, but I, I just, I wasn't at the phase in my life where I could really reckon with that. I wasn't really ready to rumble with that. And I didn't really have truthfully any proof. So I, you know, just kept on and, um, just was, you know, like, I'm just going to keep being a good girlfriend. I'm going to keep being my fabulous self. I'm going to keep making tons of money and I'm not going to worry about it because when I die, I'll have had tons of money and I'll have been able to give so many people so many things and that will be what life is about, except that it's not. And the gift that I got, that Godwink that I got, that lightning rod of awakening that I needed, I received in the form of that boyfriend cheating on me, not with one, but two, no, not one or two, but three of those quote unquote friends. And when that happened, it really shook me because I started thinking about, wow, am I going to look back on my life and say I should have spent more time working? I should have had more money? Or am I going to look back on my life and say, what were my priorities? What was my legacy? Because if I really just worked hard and and earned a ton of money and was successful, and that that's what success was, and that I was in this type of relationship, that that's how it was going, well, I knew I had to reevaluate. Because I had a ton of stress. I had heartaches because of everything going on in my life. And I never really felt fully lit up. I wasn't sleeping. I had headaches. I was in and out of my eating disorder. And maybe that sounds like something to you that you know. Maybe that sounds like success to you. Because some people, success means like having a lot of stress, making a ton of money, having high blood pressure, heart problems, ulcers, headaches, insomnia. Maybe that's success to you. And if it is, you know, if that's what feels fulfilling, then that's, it's your life. It's your life. But for me, that was a moment where I had to reevaluate if that was really my calling, that moneymaker I had found, and really looking at what success looked like because I don't blame the having a successful job and, and making tons of money at that time in my life and, and really feeling powerful uh, and having independence and all these amazing perks that come with come with financial success. I remember my ex's mom, because I broke up with him, of course, uh, she, she gave me this, she met up with me afterwards and she really just wanted to talk to me and she's like, I love you, just give it time, he'll come back to you. And I was like, what? Come back to me. Do I look stupid? Do I look blind? What what in the hell do you think I was made out of? I wasn't made out of stupid. <laughs> and so basically I was just like, no, this is this is a spiritual awakening for me. This is I was very clear that this was a revelation that had been given to me because it was so abrupt, it was so powerful, and in the course of that that I ended up actually wanting to leave my business and find my true calling. And when I shared this with her, she was like, no, 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 it's none of those things, actually. It's just that women are never supposed to be more successful than the man. And I was just completely, completely spinning. And I just, I never forget sitting at Starbucks 
in the big comfy chairs at the time in front of the fake fireplace. And I just looked at her and I said, okay, I got it. That's what you believe. And that is the type of sun that you have created in the world. Good for you. Congratulations. But the type of man that I will choose to spend my life with will not be threatened. He will be inspired to want to go bigger and further and to support and be a part of the journey of the woman who is, has big ambitions, who has big dreams. And that's not your son, and it's never going to be. And I will never take him back. But he has given me a gift in which, had none of this happened, I wouldn't be changing the direction of my life. And for that, I am forever grateful. And I said, so for that, you have done your job. But imagine, you have made a son that you have taught him to believe that if someone is gaining success, that that should mean that that's belittling his manhood or that he you know, shouldn't be striving farther or just can't be content or happy or, or supportive of that. I was like, that's something you might want to take some time to really develop that thought and think about where in the next five generations is that going to take your lineage of children? And you might want to think about talking to him about that if that's something that you think isn't going to serve your legacy and your name. But hey, cool beans, it's all in your court. Needless to say, you know, I agreed to disagree. Uh, we agreed to disagree and left it at that. And it was, and that was, that was it. And I was fine with that because what I had gotten out of that was that I had found my calling, which meant that I had started with this idea of what success would look like for me going forward, that the concept of, you know, change, that that was terrifying and scary was way better stepping into the unknown and being terrified rather than the prospect of remaining unhappy and manifesting those type of men in my life. And it's interesting because when you look at the meaning of calling in the thesaurus, it's, it lists a calling, get this, as another word for career. And it's nobody's calling to hate you know, what they do for a living. Because if success means being happy, are we really on the right track for that? And there's a quote that kind of, for me, sums it up is, the difference between who you are and who you want to be is what you do. That's by Anonymous. So let's just say it's by someone who really got that idea. And what I've walked away with since that tender young age of 20 years old, which is right now 13 years ago. It's kind of hard to believe, but also time flies. And it's also I can close my eyes and in this moment go back to that that young woman of 20 years old and I thank her. I thank her so much because I now live a life that is my calling. It took a long time. It took a lot of failures. It took a lot of tries. It took a lot more guys like that one who were intimidated by women with high ambitions and who could reach them. But that was my karmic cycle I had to go through. And finally, through all of the work and, that I had done on myself, becoming aware of where was that 
that that lineage in my family where was that core coming from because researchers say that up to 10 generations past is the trauma that is living in our body right now at this very moment in our DNA and so when I really started to get clear on that I started to really really dig deep back into my history my genealogy really understanding what were the stories what were the what were the cycles what were the ways of being of the people on both sides of my my lineage and that was really awakening because none of them had really done things just for happiness it was all for success and of course that attracted a certain type of mate that attracted a certain type of container for living and and way of being together and um, with certain limitations on that and when I really got clear on that I made the commitment I decided in that moment and I keep recommitting to that decision that I will choose and continue to choose happiness over what is the perceived success that has been passed down from generation, 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 from mother to daughter to uncle to nephew to niece to baby to mom to grandma to grandfather to, to dad to uncle to brother, blah, 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 and really have gotten clear on it stopped with me. I made the decision that it would stop with me because a life that is not built around happiness and not to say that life is always great and happy. I believe that there is a, a 50-50 mentality where 50% of life, bad shit happens. And 50% of life is also fabulous, miraculous, incredible, supernatural things happen. And that it's in the balance of both of those that both are needed. And both are equally wonderful. Because from bad comes change and growth and perspective and feeling and awareness, right? And from good comes momentum. And from supernatural comes new eyes, new sight, a new feeling, a new connection to the higher above, right? And at least for me, it has. And so I'm curious for you, you know, what what does success look like for you? And are you at a place in your life where you feel as though you're working a full-time job and that you're really feeling like you're only living part-time? And if you are, when you die, do you want to look back on your life and say, I should have spent more time at the office? I should have made my work and money more of a priority? Or is there something else? I'm curious because when I started asking myself that and did this death meditation for four days, really going into what that meant, I realized I do not want to leave this earth that money is my legacy. No, I, w- I want to leave this earth touching as many lives that I can to remind others, to remind myself continually in the journey as I am forever, ever a student that we can be more, we can do more, we can facilitate supernatural healing in the physical, metaphysical, psychological, emotional space. And we can move beyond our wounds. Our wounds can actually truly become the wings of our freedom. 
Our cries can become the carriages in which we run down and ride into the sunset of our happiest, most cherished memories in our life. Just thinking about that and how far I've come is uh, is a revelation. And just in this moment, I'm sort of kind of taken aback with this immense gratitude and slight just wow this moment right now for me is is really moving um because i i didn't always think this way this is uh this is a a lot of thought work that has been done in the past seven years specifically since losing my father which was a another aha moment another lightning bolt that really sparked me to look at um what is success and what is happiness Again, at the height of another career where I was a, a food television producer and food stylist. But um, I'm going to save that topic for another time because that's, uh, that's a really, really intri- intricate, fascinating, heart-opening uh, story about grief, loss, separation, death, and rebirth. And truly, truly coming back into the womb space of creation through death. So if you have any questions, if you felt moved, touched, or inspired by this podcast today on Mama Universe, and you are a woman who is successful in the traditional sense of you have all the money in the bank, you have the house, the car, all the shiny things, but you look in the mirror every day and you're wondering, fuck, is this it? Is this why I did everything and you're still not happy? Well, keep listening and submit any topics that you need support with. And, um, or if you're looking for deeper support on a, on a mental, spiritual level, feel free to reach out. I'd love to connect. And uh, until next time, wishing you all blessings and blessings on this incredible journey of life school. And may you remember to be open to receiving all the blessings in the world that have your name on them already. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you all. Excited for tomorrow to do the next one. And until then, may you be well. <laughs>